podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. Our guests today are Ben Rareman and Genevieve Shade, both of whom are 18-year-old, self-directed learning style homeschool graduates or unschoolers. Ben reached out to me a few weeks ago in relation to Learning and Liberation, a documentary series that he and Genevieve are producing, even as we speak. We are delighted to have them on today to tell us more. Welcome, Genevieve and Ben. Thanks Thanks for having having us. us. Welcome, guys. Well, first off, Genevieve, since you're the young lady here, we'll start with you. We want to know how and where you were educated, including how your parents were involved, right, from kindergarten to 12th grade. Tell us all about that. Yes. Yeah. I've been to a pretty wide variety of schools throughout my life and then finally landed on unschooling. But um, before that, <laughs> I went to a public school in kindergarten, first grade. Um, and I I struggled with it a little bit. I was uh, advanced in reading in particular, and I was so bored. I was just mm-hmm. so intensely bored all of the time. Um, mm-hmm. And so with that, my parents were not <laughs> happy with that. They were like, this is, you know, not a quality education. Of course, like if, yeah. You know, I, you know, have these abilities and they're not being addressed, really. I remember like in first grade, I was advanced in reading and all they wanted to do for me was just like, give me an extra book in like uh, 30 minutes and have me like yeah, sit and read it. I was like, this exactly. is, you know, that's not enough. So right. I, um, you know, they pulled me out and in second grade through fifth grade, I went to a Montessori school and that was spectacular. I went to a really fantastic Montessori school. Um, I still remember my teachers <laughs> very fondly. And so there was, you know, a lot of age mixing. And I feel like I got that uh, sense of being kind of a self-directed learner mm-hmm. at Montessori because that's, you know, kind of the basis of what it was where yeah. I had, um, of course, I didn't necessarily choose every single like subject or whatever that I wanted to learn. Like it was, you know, that was dictated to me, but I, you know, had that level of freedom and especially with my time, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the mornings when I came to school, there was like a three hour, four hour block of time that was just like, you know, you made your own schedule and I had like a to-do list of things that I needed to do, but it was up to me to like make my own schedule and do those mm-hmm. things and talk to the teacher when I had questions and stuff. So early on, I kind of absorbed that from Montessori school I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I graduated from there in fifth grade, I attended a progressive education uh, that was middle school that was inspired by John Dewey. That was kind of like learning by doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went there for two years and then I uh, moved in my eighth grade year and what made the most sense for us then um, was doing more traditional homeschooling. And so that's, I did a year of more like traditional homeschooling with curriculum. You've had a little bit of everything. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 
I have really gone to pretty much every kind of school throughout my life at some point. Um, and so, yeah, I did more traditional homeschooling with a curriculum. My mom kind of um, assisted me with it a little bit. Um, and then I went to uh, public school again in ninth grade. And again, I was really frustrated with it. I had a pretty negative experience again, but for different reasons this time around where I felt like suddenly I was uh, in this school where I felt like I had like less freedom in ninth grade when I was like 14 years old than I had had like at the Montessori school that I went to in like eighth grade. And I was like, I, it was really rough for me because I was, you know, used to this level of self-directed learning and responsibility for like my own learning. And all of a sudden it was like sit at a desk, yeah, bell schedule, whatever. And the amount of homework where I felt like I didn't have uh, time to work on the a things life. that I cared about after school. The two so words are, interests. you didn't have a life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Yes, I did. Yeah. We're not going to edit that out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I was, you know, in ninth grade and I felt personally really frustrated with it. And so I looked around for any possible alternative I could and I couldn't find any you know, private schools that really suited me, you know, being a high schooler. And um, I eventually landed on unschooling as something that worked for both me and my parents. Um, and I finished, my parents wanted me to finish that ninth grade year of school. And, but it was COVID. So it ended up being half virtual. Um, so <laughs> hey, I there's a good thing about COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, after that, I have been unschooling for the past three years. And I'm incredibly happy with my decision. I feel, you know, super grateful that I've been able to do this and that my parents have supported me, you know, throughout this whole entire educational journey that I've been on, um, where they've always been very flexible and attentive to my needs. And, you know, I've always made sure that I'm getting the best education possible for what I need. Oh, that's cool. It that's is cool. good. And I can just hear just how you talk. Yeah. Here. Hey, Ben, what's your K-12 story there? <laughs> yeah. So I, um, started out, I, I've never been to any kind of school. I've always been home, home slash unschooled. Mm. Um, so I have four siblings, or I have three siblings. I'm one of four. Um, and when my older older sisters were born, I'm I'm two sets of twins. So I'm a twin and my older sisters oh. are twins. Which is well, that's fun. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when my older sisters were born, my mom decided to homeschool them. Um, she just didn't love the way, she she's a teacher. She was a Spanish teacher for a few years before then. She just didn't love the way the school systems were. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were homeschooled for a while. And then when I came along two years later, it eventually kind of morphed into unschooling through reading John Holt and those kinds of authors. Um, it learned, you know, it turned into a very non-curriculum based kind of learning what you want to type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 kind of, you know, it's it's varied throughout the year. So I'm now the only, only one of my, you know, three four siblings who have been unschooled. Um, they've all chosen to go to a more traditional route, but I've always really mm-hmm. liked it. It's allowed me to grow in a way that I don't think I would have been to in a more traditional environment. So mm-hmm. it's worked out worked out very nicely for me, but it's been a pretty straight started as a homeschooler, turned into an unschooler, and now I'm graduating as an unschooler. <laughs> and doing a gap year too. So that's a whole yeah. other thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you guys didn't grow, you didn't grow up together. You didn't you know didn't. each other. Yeah, so we we met in 2021, actually, um, because of my YouTube channel. So I run a YouTube channel about unschooling and self-directed education. And Genevieve actually just emailed me and was like, hey, because 
you know, with with unschooling, especially because it's, it's a lot more niche than homeschooling in a lot of ways. It can be right. harder to find local people in your area because, you know, there's, yes. there's a homeschooling community in most areas. And, you know, some places have like a great, you know, center for homeschooling or a great community. But for unschooling, it can be a lot more varied. Um, yeah. so she reached out to me through email because of my YouTube channel. And we started talking and became friends. And that's kind of how we met each other. We're across the state. I'm in, you know, outside of Philadelphia and she's in Pittsburgh. So difficult to get to each other. But yeah, we became became friends that way. Very cool. That's cool. So, um, so that actually kind of uh, kind of answers our next question: is um, how did you discover that you? Well, kind of. So you both are un, were unschooled, love unschooling, but how did you discover that you had a passion to tell other people about it? Because that's the whole point of your project that we're going to talk about, not just to have lived it yourselves. Um, for me, it started when I was. A child mostly so you know when you're even homeschooled but when you're unschooled you know you have to explain to people constantly why aren't you in school what are you doing not in school how's how's school and I'm like well I'm at home all day it's you're not <laughs> at home all day but I'm, I'm homeschooled I'm not doing the traditional route um so it kind of came from that I just wanted a way to to tell people about it that was you know not me constantly explaining it so I started making little YouTube videos about unschooling I made a video called unschooling explained that got a bit of traction and I think people are just really curious about, you know, what it looks like, but they don't fully know how to ask about it. So that was yeah. kind of my route into it. it was almost a route of annoyance. Just like I'm tired <laughs> of being constantly asked about this and like no one knowing yeah. what it is. So I need to need to share it with people because I also think it's really cool. I think if more people knew about it, they'd be really interested. In yeah, I mean, absolutely. I I know for a fact, just being a mom, right? And um, of course, we research things like nobody's business. But I, I remember what I've discovered about unschooling in researching the back when my kiddos were little is that so many people that are new to the concept, it sounds really great. It sounds good. But then they almost want to hold on to something. Yes, we want to be unschoolers. But do you have a curriculum for that? Right? Like, I feel like that is a thing. <laughs> yeah, almost. But um, so I'd like to hear how Genevieve got, yeah. got the passion for wanting to share with the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like for me, it's just been because of my like <laughs> crazy variety of schools that I've gone to and that, you know, I ended up on this, um, and it's worked fantastically for me. And, you know, I kind of was in that place where I was attending a public school and really frustrated with it. And I, want people to see that there are alternatives if it's not working for you, like that it's not, you're not just stuck, that there are ways out that are fantastic and work for people. Yeah, very good. It's true. Now, how and when did you come up with this idea to produce learning and liberation? It's it's kind of been a slow, slow evolution. I mean, in some way we've been talking about it for like two years at this point. Um, we both decided we wanted to take a gap year after our, our senior year of unschool high school. Um, and this kind of was a natural, a natural project that came along with it. I mean, I'm, I've been working in film for a while. It's been one of my primary unschooling interests and Genevieve worked in film before. So it kind of just turned into, we should make a documentary about this. I mean, I feel like <laughs> film is such a powerful medium to share it because a lot of it is showing what it actually looks like. A lot of people yeah. can't comprehend Grasping, what it would yeah. look like yeah it's like day to day what could this possibly look like and that's why I think you know even the videos I've made have catched on because people want to know what it yes. looks like they yeah. just they can't see so that was where yeah. it came from is we think documentary is a super powerful medium and we want to travel together so we want to make this kind of overarching series about unschooling self-directed education 
Anything to add, Genevieve? Oh, I don't know. Ben did a good job of explaining it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. We just wanted to travel. And this is, I mean, it's obviously something we're both super passionate about. And yeah. I've been writing about self-directed education stuff. Um, and Ben has been making YouTube videos. We already kind of have audiences built up around it too, that it just, yeah. it felt like a natural evolution as a, as a next project step for us to do. That's cool. Have you guys heard the story of how John Holt came up with the term unschooling? No, I don't believe so. You will love this because I share it often because people think unschooling means not doing anything, right? Because on means not, <laughs> right? <laughs> so literally John Holt was watching, I don't know, the 1970s or 1960s, whenever he came up with the term, right? He's sitting down watching TV and he's watching a 7-Up commercial for 7-Up. And the, the ad campaign for the soda at that time was 7-Up the Uncola. Mm. The idea was it's a real soft drink, but it's not a cola. And he said, I've never heard that. Yeah. He said, that's it. Unschooling, <laughs> a real education, but not like what happens in school. And I think that's, that's... what people need to understand. It's a real education. Mm -hmm. It's just very different than what the system does. Yeah. I think that's one of our goals with the series is to show that it is like a real education. And, you know, like I have been unschooled my entire life and I'm doing this thing. Genevieve has been unschooled for most of high school and we're doing this thing together. I think it is a lot of like, look, this is a real education, even if it doesn't look like what you imagine education looks like there are a lot of things that are education that don't look the way you think they do That's so right. i have to say that the reality here the absolute reality is that it's what adults do right mm -hmm. we, we all yep. unschool yep. okay so <laughs> like here here's the thing once we you know well for us anyway i, I was not homeschooled so i went to a, a school you know in brick and mortar school and, and just loved it didn't you jenny oh my gosh <laughs> i was the rebel you guys i'm just not even kidding you <laughs> But the reality was once I was out, the gig was up. I'm like, what? You I, you know, pretty much everything's a lie. Nobody cares about your biology scores. Nobody, <laughs> nobody exactly. cares. Like people don't do that. Adults don't do that. Right. And so as adults, as adults, especially if you, you know, you know this if you, when, you, when or if you become a parent is like nobody tells you. You're going to be a mom. Okay. Well, good luck. I mean, <laughs> take it as it goes, you know? Yeah. And that is all yeah. of life. All of life is unschooling. It truly is. Nobody could call it anything else but self learning. Mm -hmm. You are constantly mm -hmm. educating oneself. And you guys are already just so good at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people will comment like, this is just what adults do. And it's like, yeah, that is what adults do. Like, you know, you don't oh. have little specialized classes yeah. with, with grades and stuff. If you want to learn something, you you have to learn it. Like you have to right. figure out how to learn it. And I think that's not a bad thing. I think, right. you know, as a, as a young person, figuring out how to get resources to learn things. I mean, I think Absolutely. it's to, like learn how to learn. And that's yes. something definitely promotes is like where to find books, where to find videos, right. where to find resources and, you know, be resourceful to learn pretty much anything you want to on your own. And I think that's a, a crucial part of unschooling is figuring out how to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and appropriate guidance from your parents, because they know you best anybody, mm -hmm. anybody else on the planet. They love you. They want to see you succeed. Right. So mm -hmm. they'll strew stuff around the house or however it is that they, <laughs> they help you to discover things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as a child, I was, I was very interested in Legos, for example, and I definitely, you know, would, would have kept building Legos, but my mom was like, Hey, do you want to try Lego robotics? And that's something that led me down, you know, a bit of a STEM mm. path for a while. So it's definitely you know, as a, as a younger unschooler, definitely, I found that my parents were, you know, always kind of putting things in front of me and being like, yeah. hey, if you want to do this, you can, if not, no pressure. And when I did, it was, you know, pretty often yeah. would lead me to something that was, that was exciting. Yeah. They were in tune with where you were, which is just yeah. the critical point, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It's just like seeing what your child might need and what they want and what would, you know, help them. And kind of putting in front of them, like a nod, you have to do this way, but you know, knowing what they'll want to do and what will actually help them, I think is an, an important thing there. Absolutely. For sure. Where with the project are you at this point? So we're taping yes. in mid-March, 2023. Um, and what have you done with it so far? Um, we are in the midst of crowdfunding for the project. So attempting to get the funding to actually do this. Um, we are doing super well with crowdfunding. We should reach our goal, which is fantastic. So we're in the funding stage and also just kind of in like pre-production, trying to plan out where all we're going to go, exactly what the episodes are going to be about, um, all that kind of good stuff, planning. You guys are halfway there. <laughs> Did I, I read that, right? With the yes, we're 60% yeah. actually today. So yeah. good. Congratulations. Ooh, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh my goodness, you guys. What a life. How fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add yes. that we have a link in the show notes that you can contribute to this project yes. if you want to. So click on that when you're listening to this and go help them reach that 100%. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're definitely travel doing with you pretty guys. well there. Oh, that was, that would be awesome. I'm coming yes. over. <laughs> So fun. So um, when do you hope to launch it and what will it look like when it's completed? So for us, a big thing with the series is like accessibility. When we were, you know, when I was like 12 and I was like looking for stuff about unschooling, because, you know, there's always like, you know, does this really work? Are there people doing it? Are there grown unschoolers? And when I'm online looking for that stuff as a 12 year old, I wasn't renting documentaries. I wasn't doing anything. I was watching YouTube. So it's very <laughs> important for us. That this is free and available. So we're going to be releasing it for free on YouTube. Mm. Um, and that's going to be starting October or generally fall, fall of this year. So production like officially starts in September. That's when we're going to begin filming our first episode. And we're going to release them on a monthly basis for free on YouTube in like little um. 20 minute episodes. Um, going forward until till we're done. That's good. How many episodes are there going to be? There's going to be eight episodes. Okay. So this will carry us well into 2024 then if you do one a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Each episode is going to cover like a different space or practice or model. So we're kind of going to cover a wide, wide gambit of different unschooling, self-directed education type spaces and models to try to paint like a wide picture of what it can look like. How are your parents about it? Let's hear from the mom and dad's perspective. <laughs> Just so happy, right? Getting in a car and driving all around the country at 18 years old. Wow. You guys. I mean, I'm not your mom, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, my, my parents are definitely very proud of me. I don't know. Very, very excited for me. And this is what I'm doing. I mean, also, you know, kind of sad that yeah, <laughs> we're going to be I can feel leaving. That. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My family's definitely... Very, very happy for me, very excited, but also very sad slash nervous. I mean, I think yes. it is scary to see like your child driving around the country for a year, you know, just Guys, making a documentary safe. series. Yeah, no, we definitely drive know. safe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do anything wild. Seatbelts. Unschoolers. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do you we're, guys, we're big on safety. Oh, yeah. Do you guys yet have an idea of where you might go or yeah. and like the kinds of people you're going to talk to? Have you started to connect with folks yet? Yeah, we have a few um, spaces that we're going to visit that we have confirmed, not everywhere yet, but we have a few places we've emailed already. Um, ben might have to help have to help fill in here, but <laughs> um, I know the latest place that we've contacted is the Circle School in Harrisburg, which is a uh, Sudbury school that's been running for 
quite a while. Um, we're in touch with a Brome in Austin, Texas, and they are an agile learning center, which is um, they're pretty similar to democratic schools, but they use agile tools, the project management um, method. Um, we're also visiting uh, there are these um, homeschool, unschool, like meetups that are like child led called flying squads. And mm. we're going to um, film one of those in Brooklyn. Where else, Ben? <laughs> um, well, we have some democratic schools confirmed and the circle school is one of them. And then we have a few others we're in talks with at the moment. Um, did you mention North Star? Mm -mm. Um, North Star in Massachusetts, which is this thing called a Liberated Learner Center, um, which mm -hmm. is it's not a school, but it's a, a center for like, you know, self-directed people to go, mostly teenagers, and they kind of have resources and it's open all days of the week. Um, and there aren't classes you have to take. It's just that they have classes or you can just kind of hang out. So it has like the social element that people worry about with unschooling gets kind of filled in there. Um, and then we're going to make an unschooling episode, definitely. And that's going to be around around the Portland area, but we don't have any spaces. It's mostly going to be individuals and specific unschoolers. Um, and then we are going to be covering public schools as our first episode, actually. Um, we're going to be talking to the Seattle Student Union, which is this um, union of public public school students to kind of try to show, you know, what is going on in public schools, what are issues public school students have with public schools. Um, then we have some other unconfirmed subjects, but I think that's, those are the only people we can, can concretely say that we're, we're definitely going to, but we, we're in talks with a lot of people, so. Yeah. So literally across the country, because you're on the East Coast, you're yeah. going yeah. to Texas, you're going to Seattle. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about your wheels. How are you <laughs> getting around? The bus? Like, what are you going to do? We're going, we're going by car. Yeah, we're taking the VW. Taking a, you know, we, should have, we should have like a cute little VW van. That would be uh, I can picture it, you guys. Yeah, that we should have a little branded vehicle. You though. totally should, yeah, with all yeah. your signage all over. Yeah. Learning and Liberation like... Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to donate, uh, the show notes, just yeah. click in yeah. our show notes. and You can get yeah. like magnetic things, to, like yeah. door signs mm. to put on you your totally car door. Can. That's you, true. You have a logo, yeah. so why not, right? You better That's do it. That's true. Yeah, if we go above our, our crowdfunding goal, we're going to put that all into car decoration. So <laughs> I definitely do that now. Yeah, we have some homeschool left. Um magnets actually slap oh, one of those fun. we'll send you one <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. We'll do it. yeah send it our way you guys oh gosh how exciting like how do you pack i really want to know i'm curious Ooh, that's what we're trying to figure out right uh, now i yeah. mean it is kind of non-stop travel you know we're not going to be yeah. making it back to pittsburgh which is where we're going to be leaving from until spring summer next year sometime wow. in there so it's i mean it's mostly just packing as light as we can we'll also pack as much as we can because we also have film equipment along with all of our typical yeah. like living things so exactly it's kind of a scary scary thing to be doing but we're we're figuring it out doing a lot of research about you know what we yeah. think is we essential, essential. We yeah genevieve <laughs> i bet oh a lot of saving space oh yes is there going to be anything like on your YouTube channel for learning and liberation or Ben, your YouTube channel, like kind of following you through it, not, not counting the episodes, but just like, mm -hmm. here, we're over here. We're over there. Yeah. As you go. Um, definitely our Instagram page is going to okay. have an amount of behind the scenes content. And then I think, you know, what we want to publish in the actual episodes, there's going to be an amount of content about, you know, the travel element. It's not going to be a huge part, but you know, we are, is what we're doing while we're making this series. So it's going to somewhat be in the episodes, but 
you know, I think that's something we'll probably figure out when we get further down the line, but we definitely have a YouTube channel and anything we upload will video wise be there. So yeah. never, never know what might pop up. Yeah. It'd be fun to follow you along. Wait, yeah. when yeah. did you guys say it? you probably already said it, but when are you leaving? Did you um, we're leaving in June, but our, oh. our actual production doesn't start until September. So June or July, we're leaving. Yeah. Okay. And we're making our way towards like the, the Oregon, Washington kind of Pacific Northwest yeah. area. This is where we put the song of cheers in. Making a way <laughs> in the world today takes everything you've yeah. got. <laughs> That's all I know. Wouldn't you like to go? Yeah. Okay, Jenny. <laughs> all right, you guys, we're done with that. All right. Back to reality here, Ben and Genevieve. We kind of mentioned it before, but what do you need between now and then? And we're going to link it, but you can tell us the website so that mm. people can hear it right in the episode mm. where they can go to help you. Yeah. Um, we currently have our crowdfunding campaign up, um, on Seed and Spark, um, and we still need 40% of our goal to get there. I mean, funding is the main thing we need between now and when we leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, you got to ask before you can get, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, it is mostly just funding for us because we, you know, we're doing so much preparation for this, but it's, you know, how can we get the equipment? How can we get the travel costs covered? So yeah, if you want to donate, it does, does help us out a, a lot, even if it's $10, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. you can give is amazing, amazing for us. Anything. And that would kind of fall into this category of how can those interested support you, even if it, mm -hmm. but even if it wasn't a money thing, how does that look? Yeah. I mean, we have our Instagram, Facebook pages, you can definitely share us. That's an amazing thing to do. And even just like tell people in your community. I mean, if you're a homeschool, unschool, self-directed community and you want to just tell someone you know about it, that's amazing. I mean, I think a big thing is just getting the word out about this project mm -hmm. so the people who are going to be interested in it can find it. Because I think there are a lot of people who are interested in it who we haven't reached yet. So, you know, if you know someone who you think might be, send it their way, send it their way and share it wherever you can is a, is a great way to support us even without donating. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of moms and dads that come in that are moms who are unschoolers who are very interested in, yeah, well, they're kind of new sure. to homeschooling and, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a big thing and it's right. It's yeah. hard to, it's hard to find information about it truly, but especially coming from young people like yourselves, I think this is even more incredible, just incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's something that we think is pretty crucial about the series is there is so much, I mean, and we think it's great, <clears throat> but there's so much stuff made by adults about this. Yeah. And it's right. valuable content, but I think especially it's important to hear from young people because they are the people who are at the end of the day going to be like, you know, living with this experience versus That's exactly right. education. And I think it's great, but I think, yeah. you know, hearing from young people is super, super crucial. Yeah. And the very act that you're doing, I mean, the very yeah. thing that you're doing here is proof in the pudding, right? Right. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. to, and just educated young ones. Yeah. I, well, I was going to say that you're both so well-spoken yes. and you've got this drive and this idea and you're yeah. going to finish it, you know, to completion. So yeah. that in itself, itself is evidence of the yeah. benefits, I think, of self-directed learning. But what would you each say to maybe a typical homeschooling parent who hears this unschooling thing and they're afraid of it, right? And then maybe we also can address the general public. You know, they're like, oh yeah, that whole thing about they don't do anything. What would you yeah. guys say to defend self-directed learning? Yeah, I mean, I first of all would say that I think the the negative cases of unschooling are greatly over-exaggerated. I think a lot of people specifically pick out a case that they view as negative and they will spread that around. I think in general, it's less less scary once you're actually in it. I think putting trust in your children can seem 
scary at first until you realize that they are the people who know what they need the most. I mean, your your guidance is definitely important, but when it comes down to certain things, your children will know what's going to interest them and how they're going to learn best because it's what's going on with them. So I think putting, even if, if it's if it's a bit by bit, even if you have to kind of transition from what is considered more traditional homeschooling to unschooling, I think putting more trust in your kids and letting them kind of direct themselves, you, you'll see, you'll see how much it helps them learn and how much they're able to take control of things. And I think once you see that, you'll realize that unschooling definitely, definitely works and can be a powerful, powerful education. Genevieve? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say that, I mean, people who are unschooling just like us, you can have a super successful life. I mean, we're I feel like that's often a concern with unschooling, especially in the teen years. I feel like that's my perspective is being unschooled as a teenager. Um, and just people being concerned that, oh, well, you're not gonna be able to go to college or all of this different stuff. And I feel that my you know, range of possibilities for my future are not at all limited mm -hmm. being an unschooler. I feel like I could go to college if I wanted to, I can go and take this gap year if I want to. I feel like my, range has widened since I, you know, left public school because I've been able to pursue my interests in such a deep way that I don't think this project would be possible if I was still in public school just because of the amount of, you know, time and dedication and effort that it takes. Um, and, you know, this is a fantastic move for like my future career, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't be able to do this necessarily if I was Still in public school this is you know it's the kind of project that maybe somebody would take on after college or during college or yeah. something rather than you know right coming out of high school but because right. of the you know time i've had to just dive super deep i you know feel confident um and prepared to do this yeah really good you know, i don't think you would have had an interest in you know the writing and the filmmaking you guys if yeah. you'd been traditionally schooled yeah. because you yeah. would have been having to and i'm a former public school teacher part of the reason i homeschooled my kids was because i saw the system from the inside and i didn't want my kids to be part of it um there's so much busy work that is pointless <laughs> yeah and you would have been yeah. immersed in that and there would have been no time for That's you right. to, yeah. to find out who you're wired to be yeah yeah no i feel like that was what um being in public school in ninth grade that frustrated me so much is that I've always to some degree known that this is kind of the kind of work that I want to do. I've always been super interested in art and film and all that. And I was just like, I'm not working on that. Like, I know this is what I want to do with my future. And so little of my time is being like dedicated to it. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, first off, I just want to say how delightful, how amazing. I'm your biggest fan. I would travel with you in the VW if we could do it for sure. Can you stop up to Green Bay, Wisconsin on your way across and pick her up? We might. <laughs> we, yeah, we might be in the area. Your mom and dad would be grateful. Okay. Oh, Jenny Tetzner's coming with you. You're safe for sure. Have a parent with us. Yeah. I'm not sure about that, Jenny. I don't think so. Though. You <laughs> might want Tina Hollenbeck instead. That's it. All the homeschoolers are weird, you guys. Every one of us. Hey, uh, any parting thoughts? Um, I think just give unschooling a try. I think it can seem pretty scary to, you know, even a traditional homeschooling parent, but I think it's it's a lot less scary than you think it might be. And I think giving some trust in, in the education back to your children can be really, really powerful. Genevieve, anything from you? <laughs> yeah, just that. I mean, I think that unschooling is, you know, super powerful and I'm 
so grateful that I've been unschooled the past three years. It's been fantastic for me and fantastic for Ben, and we're so excited to make this project. Being a student is easy. Learning requires actual work. William Crawford. Thank you.